It felt like my head was spinning, and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. The drive back to the Airbnb where I was holding out took a lot longer than it needed to. I took a circuitous route, taking sudden right turns across traffic and looping through quiet suburb streets. I've no idea if I was followed or not, but I felt I should try to make sure no one and no thing knew where I was staying. I didn't want to bring attention to my hosts. They didn't deserve that. When I finally pulled in the side street and got out, I was certain I hadn't been seen. Just to be sure, I stood in the shadow of a tree, watched the street for any cars, and I even scanned the sky for drones. It seems far-fetched, but I was still feeling sick to the stomach from the bus incident and the chase earlier in the day. Now I've had a chance to consider things with a little perspective, I realise that this isn't like the movies or TV shows. The wheels of justice move slowly, and the resources available to the police are limited. There wouldn't have been a dragnet closing in on me. They'd just wait until I was easier to find and catch. Still, I took the precautions and went into the granny flat I was renting. I pulled my armour on, grabbed my knife, knuckle dusters, taser, pepper spray and batten. I wasn't going to go down easily if it came to it. I mean, I would have just surrendered to the police. I'm not a maniac. And I have no reason to wish harm on the cops for doing their job. I mean... If a crazed demon or vampire throng or something similar came at me, it wouldn't have an easy time of it. Turned out, I was right to take precaution. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh. Oh, that's better. Look, something is going on with Sasha. I know she'll be working hard to help me out, even if she is being forced somehow to betray me. But I don't know what could be happening. I mean, why the warehouse? I don't believe she just drove around and found it. Someone told her where to go. This mystery person she was talking to, perhaps. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Yeah, okay, I've got everything. And. Uh, 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 whew, they're heavy. I've got the books. Uh, I'm off. Uh, just checking no one is watching. I don't like this paranoia stuff. Makes for thrilling viewing on TV, but in reality, it's just tiresome. Okay. Would I prefer to be working as a computer programmer in some big office? Nah, not really. Uh, 
uh, not much in that one, but it gives you some insight into my thoughts and suspicions. I parked across the road from the warehouse, behind a huge skip bin filled with building rubble and and thought about leaving the books there while I went inside, but I thought better of it and brought them with me. There was almost certainly someone waiting inside for me in the books, but if that was true, it was also likely someone would be watching the street and saw where I parked. At least if I had the books with me, I'd get a chance to defend them or see who took them. I'm back. Sasha, where's B? Out the back. Did you get everything? I see the books, obviously, but did you get everything else you need? What's going on, Sasha? I keep waiting for someone to step out with a gun and explain how I've been sold out or something. No one with a gun, at least. B? No, not me. That's Zane. And she doesn't need a gun. Zane? That's a fairy type of thing. Yes, I am. More commonly known to the English is a triad. You must give the books to me. You could just take them. Magadia didn't put any such limits on you. If you don't give me the books, I must kill you. And take them or die trying. Zane can only be killed by iron. Crap. You have to finish her off or she'll just come for you again. She's telling the truth. Drive that iron rod into her heart. What? No way. I'm not going to murder a, an elf. Then I will kill you. Oh, sweet Jesus. What the absolute? B? Sasha, what the hell? Yes, Sasha. What the hell? You knew her, B. You said my guardian didn't put any limits on her. I... It wasn't me. I didn't do this. It was me. What? Why? She needed our help. That's what you do, isn't it? Couldn't ignore her. Help? I just cracked her skull and stabbed her in the heart. And now she is free. Look. Someone tell me what just happened. I can't even. Well, Sasha, what just happened? Why did you feel it's necessary to hand us over to Magardiel? That's not what I did. Look, Kilp, that's her name, was a slave to the Magadio. He found her impounded in customs at the dock. Her tree, that is. She's bound to a tree in a symbiotic relationship. Her tree was shipped here without the required documentation, and she was dying along with her tree. Magadio made a deal with her. Deals with Zane are binding, and they can't break them. As a result, they don't make many, but she had little option, and it didn't seem to be particularly bad what she was being asked to do. In exchange for Magadiel binding her to another tree, in Kings Park as it happens, she would kill or drive off evil creatures that threatened Magadiel. She agreed to it, or die trying until she was no longer of this world. Clever dryad, that one. So she's free now? How does that help her being dead? Zane are of the spirit world, as much as this one. You killed her mortal form, without which she cannot exist outside of her tree. She is no longer of this world. She died trying to kill you, so she fulfilled her bargain, and is now free. That's right. 
She told me that if she was killed with iron, her spirit would return to her tree. She would retain a physical form in time. She killed the Maroi. Was the vampire thrall the Imperial Mindside a lure for her, do you think? That's possible. If there is a vampire here in Perth, you would have noticed the Zane activity. And that's that. And we all lived happily ever after in that warehouse as a weird little family reading our books. We actually did spend the night there in the office, out the back. The location was provided by the Zane. She'd been talking with Sasha for a while, setting things up, carefully avoiding me and making sure Sasha did the same. Apparently, the Zane had been ordered to kill me and retrieve the books because the books contained information enough to corrupt me, and thus, neatly, I'd be an evil creature. It was the Zane who returned the books to me the first time. Can you believe that? She hadn't been ordered to retrieve the books at that point, but knew Margadiel wanted them, which meant she didn't want him to have them. So, I got them back. She included the blooming tree emblem on the box, supposedly as some kind of a message to me to seek them out. Little did she know I had no clue who they were. And she was the one to kill a Maroi. I could have sworn it was a man. But Zane are not actually men or women. They commonly appear as women, or rather what we humans would interpret as women. They don't mate physically and have no use for physical reproductive physiology. Anyway, I'm still in the dark about the vampire thrall we defeated. The best theory we are working off at the moment is the one I put forward in the journal. A vampire, worried about the Zane's activity, killing Maroi and other things apparently, sent a thrall to cause trouble with the hope of luring whatever was doing the hunting. Instead, he got us. That means the vampire now knows about Exit Plan. Or at least what was once known as Exit Plan. There's a little twist to this story that is yet to be told. Uh, So here it is. Since I have no way of knowing where you are, I am posting this entry to your podcast system. I have permission to bring you in and offer you sanctuary. This is not an offer of alliance or anything else, just sanctuary. At least you'll have a safe place to gather your thoughts and prepare for the confrontations to come. It is imperative that Margadiel be defeated. The Order believes this. Or unfortunately, they don't believe that you are necessary for that to happen. Just a helpful tool. I tell you this so you aren't under any misunderstanding about the nature of this relationship. The books being returned were my own decision, so I expect your discretion on that matter. You can find me working at the State Library in Northbridge every Monday and Wednesday afternoon after 3pm. Please visit me there so I can take you to a safe house. Hmm, Was she the best person to hire for the job or the worst? Well, with a credit card and a safe house, she seems pretty good now. Is that the difference between staff and talent? The staff would just quit when the demons start hunting you, but talent will offer a safe house. I'm about as funny as a person can get, I know. 
But as with all things in this twisted tale, it isn't so smooth as that. There's more to come. I just have to sort through all the recordings I've made and pull the relevant bits. I record just about everything, but only release things that have some relevance. You don't want to just hear me eating breakfast or going to the toilet unless something crazy happens during it. Look, before I end this, you should know that Sasha is not with me. I don't know where she has ended up or what she's doing. I'm still hoping she'll get in touch somehow. I'm still hoping she can. It felt like my head was spinning and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be released at the same time next week. This is my exit plan. Book one of exit plan is now available on Amazon. If you would like to help support the production of this and future works, please consider buying a copy or recommending it to a friend. Thank you to Hem Cleveland as Beatrice, Carly Nichols as Mary and Natalie Berrien as Sasha. To keep up to date, follow at Gravity Undone on Twitter or Facebook and consider checking out our new podcast, My Creativity, a podcast about creativity and being productive.